you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the R&B Podcast. I'm Real Mike Rob. We had Dan Helley, the host with the most. Our guy on Total Access join us this week with Nate Burleson on Nate Cam talking little concussions if we would let our kids play and the RG3 situation with the Browns. Check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. Peace. Damashek football program available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program presented by McDonald's. Back in action, yes. mm. two Titanic brands: McDonald's, Damashek. Joining forces for the spring through the draft. Wow. It's exciting. But before we can even say hello to everybody beyond saying hello, Maurice. Hello, Patrick Claybon. Let's jump into it. It's time for some no huddle action to start things off the way we've been doing it the last few weeks. First question. Coach K getting a lot of heat for talking to an opposing player As after should. the game, appropriate or not, Maurice? That's inappropriate. You don't talk to anyone else's kids. Nobody ever talked to you. No coach. No, ever no said coach ever to you. criticized me after because I and I would criticize no other coach. Claybon, how say you? And then if you do, why lie about it afterwards? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> lies. That's weird, Everybody. Bro. He's That's like weird. held right. He's supposed to be like the holy grail of college yeah. basketball. And he lied. Now we know everyone's human. Well, this is two times over now, by the way. This is the second time. <laughs> 2007, he's caught on tape doing it again and again denying that he said anything uh, that was constru- – or, you know, a- a- an attempt at being constructive. He's consistent. Yeah. That he's a habitual liar. Look at you. Hey, a guy who was in his 40s died over in Ireland, and a really cool thing. You can find the video online. It's uh, It seems like it's going viral. His friends got together in the pub – and they sang his favorite song, which is The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Patrick Claybon, if you die today, what oh. song should we go to the bar and sing for you? If I died today. Or tomorrow. Uh, yeah, or, or tomorrow. Um, you should go to the bar and sing. 
This is going to tell a lot about you. I, I have no idea. I, I'm, not, I'm not a music guy. Uh, the theme from Superman. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I have no idea. Man. That tells like you the, the Imperial March. I mean, what, what, are, we, what are we going to well, do? Well, that's, that's a pretty a big range. That's a loaded question. Just, well, you're right. Maurice is exactly right. You don't just throw out uh, no. your favorite song. It's got to somehow define you. Yeah. Mr. Brightside presumably mm-hmm. defined the guy because he probably had a sunny disposition. Maurice, how say you? You know, I, I had a long while to think about this, Shaq. You brought this to me earlier. I wanted to oh, give that, you a heads up. That, that sounds heads nice. Up. He gave me a heads up. We, you know, <laughs> me and Shaq are tight like that. I don't know how you and Shaq are, but me and Shaq. The we, fix was in I, here. Obviously, Sorry, obviously not that tight. Um, you know, it'd have to be a Tupac song. I'm trying to think which one. I I, I think in um, little Hail Mary. Okay, can I don't I, know. The, I don't know Hail Mary. Can but I take right. Dear Mama then? If, if you can't take mine. I'm taking the Spy this Who Loved awful. Me. The theme from the Spy Who Loved Me. Baby, you're the best. Do do do. David, you're the best. Come on, let me hear what it would sound like. Everybody wants to attend their own funeral. Arjuna behind the glass. You join in too. Uh, Dave died. Did you, you guys ready? Let's you ready? go to the bar and have a drink and sing. One, two, three. Exactly. Oh, that's, that's what it's going to sound like. That's are, what it's are you, like. Are you allowed to change the lyrics in, in your song? Like or, I just you, did. You have to. You got to put David, you're the best. Do, 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 do. Mine would be like, Hail Mary. Come with Reese. <laughs> I like that. Uh, <laughs> and Clay Bonds, he's yeah. the theme to Superman. No, I. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, there's no word to I, that. I, I had five seconds to sum up my oh. entire life in a song. Hey, yeah. the Golden State Warriors look like they are going to complete the feed and go down as the greatest regular season NBA team of all time. Makes Best sense. NFL football team you've ever seen for a single season. Maurice Jones-Drew. Uh, you just picked Jacksonville Jaguars from 2006 to about 13 or the <laughs> Oakland Raiders for 14. See, now you're being silly. No, no you, do you want me to be honest? Yes, I do want you to be honest. Uh, single season, um, I I played against the Colts the year they, they, they had a, a pretty decent one. The, the Patriots are always good, but I'm going to have to go with the Oakland Raiders. Uh, you know, being a Raiders fan the year, I know it wasn't the best season. With 2002, they went to the Super Bowl. They had a great run, though, throughout that year. All right, Claybon, make some sense here, please. Uh, the Oakland Raiders, they didn't even win the championship. They did win the championship. They lost in the Super Bowl to the Tampa Bay Bucks. And, and but you said regular season. Playbook. You're right. Okay, Claybon. Uh, I'll go with uh, Dion's first Super Bowl with the Cowboys. Ooh, that's a good one. That, that, that's I feel a good like answer. That's a pretty solid team. All right, if we're playing Homer, I'm going with the 14 and two Pittsburgh Steelers. Why, why are we automatically Why can't we Homer? say the gr- greatest tur- show on turf? Because <laughs> he named the Jaguars Claybon, and let's say hello to him. Saying. First of all, you watch him; he is uh, bringing you all the breaking news on NFL Network and beyond. One of our favorites now off probation. I had to put him on a yeah. two week no. probation. What did he do, Shaq? Well, he sassed was, me on Twitter, and I, I didn't care tweets. for that. Dang, you, yeah. know, you know Shaq is sensitive, man. You it must. It must have been good, right? You got to have his back, yo. You <laughs> I gotta, told him. You got to have his back. You can't ever attack him from the front. I told him, yeah, listen, I didn't do this to you. You did this to you, Claybon. Serve your time, and if you do it the right way, we'll consider bringing you back, and now here he is. <laughs> yes. And also, you heard his voice as well already here. Another of our favorites here at NFL Media, it's Maurice Jones-Drew.
Oh. <laughs> Sexy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, let me tell you something. No jive. I don't I, I don't say this to curry favor with you, Maurice, or to make you hungry, talking about curry because yeah. Indian yeah. food's good. I saw you at a distance earlier today. I had to roll my window down and said, you look positively slender. Thank you. I've been working out hard. Can't, but this, I know my guy's not here, Ike Taylor, but – because he'll be here in a week, can we just play his song? Because I just love his song much. So, so. <laughs> what was that going to pass for Claybon? No, it's just no. It's, it's Ike is here. Do you want us to play Ike's song at your funeral? I mean, at uh, at the bar, we'll sing Ike's song to Maurice. No, not this one. Not this one. This is the good song. The other one. Oh, the good one. Yeah, that the we, good we one. The bad one. The first one by uh, the one man house band, Dick Banks. That's right. Well, they're we searching go. for that, so uh, let I will them let search. You know. We should wait in silence. Guess who I caught up with a little bit ago, Maurice? Another UCLA guy who proved to be positively delightful, Akeem Ayers. Oh man, he's a great dude. He really is, and uh, stay tuned for that one. We've got that interview coming up for you. He and I figured a lot of things out about. Los Angeles, about the team's move, about where the guys should live out here, and many other things. Where do you say they should live? Well, he thinks, well, we were discussing that maybe he and I, and Maurice, maybe it would make sense for you to join us as well, to shepherd some L.A. Rams around town and show them real estate. Maybe we could do like a a, a version of, you know, you ever watch HGTV? House House Hunters. House Hunters. Yeah. House Hunters NFL. (laughs) That would be awesome. We go around with the, but we take position groups around. Yes, I'm all for it. Hey, receivers, let's go. You all got to crash here for 2016. They're hey. probably looking for a place. A lot, oh, yeah. a lot of sticker shock in L.A. House Hunters. No, 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 no. They're, they're, not, not, not where they'll be living. Hey, Akeem Ayers <laughs> is in on this if you want to join our little uh, business guy, here. So, anyway, we'll have that for you in a bit, and uh, we're going to get into the – Do we have Ike's song yet? I don't know. Arjuna, have you found it yet? Is it that difficult? We're still looking. Hold on. How can it be that difficult it's, it's to find? It's Taylor One. It's simple on the computer. Let's jump into this. Let's go. Shit. While we're waiting, you know what? I'm hurt for the lack of Ike respect. Here. The lack of respect for my guy. Ike hey, NFL.com. Look for mock drafts because you'll see Maurice's. We reviewed yours a week ago. It was uh, it was really intriguing stuff to Thank sort you. of go through the names and see where you have them slotted. And you can go back and listen to that one. Like I say, it was last Tuesday's show. If you're interested in that, Ike Taylor has joined the fray now himself. He's got his first. I got to tell you, he's got some cockamamie uh, things. On Does him. he? I haven't well, seen it. I'm trying to find it. He has uh, Howard from my beloved Indiana Hoosiers uh, going eighth overall. That's that, not they need happen. a Why not? They need a back. I don't think they're going to take him there, are they? They're going to take Howard? I saw you buzzing on path to the draft saying that Devontae Booker is better Mm-hmm. Than Derrick Henry. He's the number two guy. I agree with you about that, although we'll talk to Derrick Henry later in the week and see. And no disrespect. Tell no. Him I no disrespect by it. I just, no. It's just from my eyes. The Utah kid looks uh, looks dynamic and rugged. It's just a matter and of – It has less miles on his body, too. Yep, yep. So we're going to get into what some like here to call – listen, I'm not opposed to anything that, that invokes my name. I'm, I'm down for that. I'm vain enough to do that. But I think it goes too far when we make the song when we recklessly. You got the song? Hold on, Shaq. He got the song. Right, we gotta listen go to it. Let's go start the show right. Number twenty-four is in the house. Ike Taylor's on the show. Woo. He's from the Bayou. You know who else is from the Bayou? Patrick Claybon. Hey, Claybon. It's, it's all Bayou. You're not the Bayou. You're from Alabama. Yeah. Well, today you have to understand. 
Dave Damashek's view of America. Wait, Bama doesn't count as the bayou? No. I thought the majority of it. Oh, it is only like, isn't it's, like Mississippi? It's like, it's it, there's the smart part, and then to Dave, there's this this bucket of like this, dirty water. Yeah, and, and that's, that's where you are. You that, fit right that, in. How dare you attack like, me? He's not like from that. the bayou, Shaq. <laughs> Close. What though. is it? What is Mississippi's in the bayou, right? Yeah, it's part of Mississippi. There's, there's parts of Mississippi. They don't play yeah, music like that where you're from in Alabama, that Cajun y kind of sound? What like it's an anthem as the is the that's what what I'm getting at is we, now that Ike has a different to... theme song we can give that one to you, <laughs> Patrick Claybon's on the show. Woo! Yeah. Woo! No, <laughs> that's what you want that one. No, I'll I'll pass. It works for Ike. It, it works for Ike. I'm not sure that he rejected sure. it. He he demanded a new one. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked. I, t- I tell you what, man, you can't be too picky on the Shake Show. You when he when he offers <laughs> you a great song to come on, yeah, you should take it. it. Yeah, you should. It. You should. It's like an I, I will. Branch. I, I will embrace my embrace my Bayou heritage. <laughs> Patrick Claybon's on the show. In Birmingham, Alabama, <laughs> the well-known Bayou, with no the body bu- of water. Let's get into this. Now, we're going to make people call them bold predictions. Some people, I like to call it reckless speculation. Others here, though, favor the name reckless speculation. Mm. That's a little too much. That, that goes one step too far. I mean, there's a lot of sh- the shecky. Reckless a- speculation. I don't. I'm I'm down for the shekies and everything else, but speculation of- is one step too far. It's a perfect. It, the rhyme scheme is perfect. Okay, if you like it, then we'll call it the reckless speculation. But you're involved in it, Claybon. Today, yes. let's go around here and let's talk about as we sit. In very late March, obviously the draft is nigh, so maybe your prediction will be draft-based or it can project ahead to 2016. Real quick, though, just to let you know, I'm no amateur when it comes to making bold proclamations. In 2015, I made some reckless uh, speculations around this time of year, and a lot of them came true. Let's look back here. Arjuna was kind enough to pull those. I said the Saints are going to move up in the draft and take Mariota and maybe draft Drew Brees. Wrong. Buzzer. Give me the buzzer on that one, Arjuna. That wasn't good. I said the Texans would win the division and be one of the four best teams in the AFC. Once you win the division, you're the fourth best team in the AFC. So I was correct. But were they the fourth best team? They won the division, didn't but they, they? lost in so, the first round of the playoffs, so they weren't if, the fourth best team. If you're, no, 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 no. They they make the divisional That's, round at the end of the at the end of the season. You would rank the Texans as the Maurice Patrick. Let's not be difficult. <laughs> Shit. That's, a That's wrong. That's wrong. Bye. There now, you don't go. you dare give them that a buzzer. Is wrong. On that is absolutely. <laughs> I'm That's putting like, an asterisk. That's like a half and a half. Right I'm gonna call you. Start calling you Barry. You he just got, got an asterisk next to that one. Claybon, you remember? How you were in the penalty box for two weeks. <laughs> you don't want to go back there, do you? I've got principles, Dave. Patrick Claybon's not on the show. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I said the Broncos would miss the playoffs. Now, oh. I was wrong about that, but as I've said many times, boy, that one came within a whisker coming true. If if the kid from, uh, uh, from New England doesn't fumble that punt in the third quarter when it's snowing, in that Sunday night game, they don't go to the playoffs. If A.J. McCarron hangs on in that game later in the year on Monday night, they don't go to the playoffs. If Jamal Charles doesn't fumble the ball mm. in week mm. two in KC, the Broncos don't go to the playoffs. It's, All those things are true. But if is uh, is uh, an easy thing to throw around, so I was wrong. And I take my buzzer like a man. Absolutely. Give it. There you go. There we go. Next up, I said the Patriots will miss the playoffs if Gronk can't stay healthy. That gets a null and void because it didn't happen, so that's uh, we don't judge that one. 
I said the Ravens will finish no better than third in the AFC North. Thank you. That's called hate, though. <laughs> that, 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 that's not supposed to say that. Now, what are you going to talk about Cincinnati? Because they're the new Ravens. They're the new Baltimore Ravens. What do you mean, what am I going to talk well, about? So, what is going to your speculation about this year in Cincinnati? They're going to not finish no better than third? That's how that's how Sheck felt about Cincinnati last year. They weren't even a part of the speculation. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm the Steeler whisperer. How do I know that? How what, what What is the proof of that? Because for four straight seasons, Maurice, I have in the preseason said correctly what their record's going to be. That's Shaq. how you can't do better than that. No, Four straight right. years, I've told you what their record's going to be. You're exactly right, Shaq. The one thing is, the one thing is. Is what? You were so nervous. You Do you know what the Shecks are? Did, have we ever gone over the Shecks on this program? The what? The Shecky Awards? No, the Shecks. No, I don't know what the Shecks are. Shecks are, it's a, it's a term when you sweat profusely uh, through your, in your armpit area, and it goes through your shirt. <laughs> Multiple shirts at that. That's not happening. So, today, though. no, because you got like three shirts on. Is it? It goes up in shecks. The it's like it's like you. oh yeah yeah. So during the playoffs, I'm assuming the shecks at the Demershek household, where it's like level five. It was like five shirts. You're just shirtless at that point. I don't scream and yell. <laughs> I don't. I don't scream and yell watching games. You just sweat. I. I. It's way too serious for that. Hey, some of the best things that happen on Sundays. I my days for three hours, three and a half hours on Sundays in a tight game. I. I basically sit there like it feels if somebody punches you in the stomach for the first twenty seconds after that happens. That's how I feel for four hours. That's how I, watching that Bengals playoff game. I just felt sick. The whole game. I just felt sick and disgusted and, and you know, out of Sweaty. breath. Yay, football. Hey, <laughs> I, I don't want anybody to reach the position I've reached in life. This is It's not fun to be a, a sports fan for me anymore. There's no pleasure in it. It's either relief if I, my team wins oh. or devastation if they lose. There's no happiness well, and involved. And then tell him what you do. He comes out, oh, we're going to lose this one. No, this, one, yeah. this one's the one. This is one of the ones we're going to lose. And when they win, he's like, oh, yeah, it's always – that's right. You never. That's not. It's like not fandom. believing in heaven. That's I always say to people who tell me, "Oh yes, you have to believe in heaven." I say, "I don't. I don't go in for that." And they said, "How sad for you." And I say, "No, no. I hope you're right because my expectation is the lights are going to go out and they're never going to come back on. You are waiting for heaven to arrive, so you're going to be like, "Oh, I died. All right, heaven. Oh, cool. I'm glad it's here. Good. So now we live forever." Me, on the other hand, I, I'm waiting to just be dead forever. When I find out there's heaven, I'm gonna be like, "Woohoo! I was wrong." Yeah, it's it's, it's Dave. A, it's a win-win for it's for Dave sure. setting his own joy. Do you understand? It's his own parameters for. By joy. the way, I have spoken with the boss man here, uh, Jordan Levin, and confirmed that if I do die tomorrow, that um, they will on uh, they I, they I asked for the entire NFL media group to go dark for the day. He said, "No, we can't do that." Which you got to fly the flag half staff. What do you think, Maurice? What should they do if you go? What if you die today? What should we do? Man, to be you want to know the truth? Yeah. Just get out a good old 1942 tequila, hold one up for your guy, pour one out for me, and enjoy the rest of your day, man. Is that true? I'm easy going. I don't want that. I want I want everybody when they do that thing like, "Hey, he'd want you to keep going. He'd want you to no, play you want on." To stop. I want everybody to mourn. I want everybody to sit around <laughs> with the lights low and just think about me. That's Think about it. like, man, the world's gonna be not uh, not so much fun anymore. The people you know? that are listening are gonna be they're gonna be able to listen to this while they work out. But I have Jordan did tell me that uh, on uh, one of the shows on NFL Network that they would go to break with a black screen. Whoa! Ah, Melvin Gordon's looking for his big breakout in his sophomore year in San Diego. 
And some sad news to report today. One of our own, Dave Damashek, uh, fell prey to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the Sheks got him. A phoenix. He sweated too much. <laughs> Lost his battle with the Grim Reaper. <laughs> we will miss him. And then they just fade to black, and then a, a Bud Light commercial comes on, and then you go on with your day. No slate. Wow. No Dave Damashek. They got like to be the, I'd like there to be the years. As I've said before, too, I also... Don't show a picture of me now. Don't show me. Don't show me heavy set and show me when I was bet. Right. I want a picture when I was 22 and had a mane of hair, <laughs> like chopping wood. Oh, I was slim and handsome. Yes. Don't show me <laughs> the thing when somebody is 87 and they die and then they show him when he's 87. Why do they do that? The worse. I don't know. Show him when he's handsome. Yeah, make me feel good. Yes. Don't show me now. Show me a couple years ago. All right, we've held it off long enough. I, so what was I there, Arjuna? Three and one, three and two on uh, There's a question mark. You were three and three. I wasn't three and three. Yeah, because you got the girly and Melvin Gordon and, going the first round. And I considered the Gronk one incorrect. Oh, the sniper. The Gronk one incorrect. <laughs> because if you read the description, you said Gronk has to stay healthy the entire season, and he did miss a game due to injury. Oh, that is bonk. well, actually, that well, behind the glass. Shame on you, Arjuna. Yeah, you're buzz gonna yourself. You're going to lose your job, brother. You don't know Jack like that. Uh, I'm out of here on Thursdays. Oh, no. look at that. So you he's think just that's going an rogue. accident? You think he's that's an accident rogue. he's out on Thursday? It wasn't his choice. He's going rogue. <laughs> Hashtag nothing to lose. I just sent an email. <laughs> that's why he's out on Thursday. All right, so let's start it with 2016. We don't have to live in the rearview mirror. I'll start us off here. With, uh, with this little prediction. I say that Jerry Jones at number four is going to look at the lay of the land. This is a defense-heavy draft, and it is clear that the wise move here, that the sound football choice, the sober choice, would be to go defense. If you can get Miles Jack, who by all accounts is going to be special in the NFL, maybe a guy like that would make sense. Maybe Buckner, maybe Bosa. You can debate those names. Maybe Jalen Ramsey falls to them. However, I think it's going to be too much to pass on Zeke Elliott. Mm. He's going to take Zeke Elliott, put him behind the NFL's best offensive line, and Tony Romo, who we know his football mortality is right here. It's right here for us. It's win-now mode in Big D. If you're backing Tony Romo as your starting QB, as Jerry clearly is, you have Des Bryant here. The The formula is there for them to be offensively dominant. They will take Zeke Elliott, and they will thrive as a result of that. And let me throw this at you. Think about it this way. If you know, if you're Jerry Jones, if you know that you can get the level of production from Zeke Elliott – that Todd Gurley and Levy and Bell gave their teams when they started their careers. Right. Don't you have to take him? I, I I'd say yes. That's where I have him going to my mock draft. Um, it just seems it just seems right. Right. It makes sense. If he went to the playoff two years ago with a solid running back in Demarco Murray. Right. You went to the division round, probably won that game. Let's be honest. If we did, if we knew what a catch was, right. And then the next year you lose Demarco Murray. Guys get hurt in there, the whole thing falls apart. You would think he's going. He wants to go back to that divisional round or get back to those playoffs. You need a running back. 
Well, and and again, I say the win now aspect of it. This isn't a team that you're built. You're not building something for the next half dozen years. You got Tony Romo. He's got two years left ish. Let's say I'm, you know, uh, Jerry can say he has five, four or five years left. But let's say, be realistic and say he has about two years left. Cash in now, Claybon. How say you? It, to me, it's to me, it's tough. They they had the opportunity to be outlandish and draft Johnny Manziel, and we were expecting a lot of different things. And there was a point where we were expecting defense, and we thought, well, well Jerry's going to take a defender here, and, and they go and get Zach Martin out of Notre Dame. And so I think it's it's tough to evaluate Jerry based on, you know, 1995 to 2008 Jerry versus the Jerry we have now. I know, but I also think he deserves credit that he hasn't really gotten for making some savvy personnel moves. Now, Greg Hardy, we can debate. Maurice and I did that last week that, you know, some of the stuff behind the scenes, whatever. It's still, you know, at this point, it's hard to argue that it it didn't, it wasn't a failed uh, experiment. But still, right. Hardy was a little bit better than I think people give him credit for, but the disruption behind the scenes isn't was ultimately not worth it. And then, like you mentioned, Claybond, he had to apparently be talked out of Johnny football yeah. at the last minute. But those two things notwithstanding, he he's built uh, the best offensive line. Well, you wouldn't give Jerry Jones the credit for doing that. Well, I think, or wouldn't have expected him to do something no. savvy like that. I think he went back to the 90s, right? right. You think about the yeah. 90s and that offensive line they had. I mean, Greg Granted, they didn't get all those guys in the first round, but they had a solid offensive line. They had a, a really good tight end. You had a quarterback. You had a receiver. I mean, they're trying to build the same way. All they're missing is that one piece from the 90s, from the triplets, right? You're missing the running back piece. Now, you had that with DeMarco Murray. You saw you were able to go. I thought a lot of those picks, yeah, we weren't expecting it, but he's been building, I want to say, ever since they took the center. Who's the center from uh, Wisconsin? Fred Frederick? Yeah. When they took That's him, Frederick. they started to – build this team to be like the, the 90s Cowboys. Well, I mean, I think if, this is – uh, go ahead. If you think that he's Todd Gurley, absolutely. But. I don't think he's that, and I know you I and think, I have had this conversation. I think he's close, though. I think he's close to what people think. I think, I think Todd Gurley is is special. And when I say – I mean, it's easy to throw around superlatives. But I think he is the most talented runner I've seen in the 21st century. The, if the first game you watched him play at Georgia, he immediately jumped out as this guy is – Different. He's not just going to be a great runner. He, if he can stay healthy, is going to be one, well, the, the dominant runner of a decade. I think that's that's the issue. Have to put it. If he can stay healthy, he's been banged up in his career in college. When you look at Ezekiel Elliott, he's fresh. I know, but he's not as good. His high end isn't as Ooh, high as Todd Gurley. I, I, I don't know. Think. You got to remember, and I'm not saying he's. I can't say he's Todd Gurley or not. But watching tape and when you watch him, he moves around like he's 210 pounds and he weighs 230. That's special. And I think that's what people fail to realize. Zeke Elliott's two thirty, like two twenty eight. Yeah. I didn't know he's, he's, that he's, big. He's, he's See what I'm guy. saying? Now, now look at your foot. Now look how you saw you change. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm no, advocating he's, for him he's, to he's go him for. How do you how do you look at the things that he's not asked to do though? Playing well, the Ohio State offense. Well, how do you? But he the, he they what they do they don't do a traditional offense. But he does everything a running back's supposed to do. He runs between the tackles, right? He runs out of a pistol formation. It's the same thing as, as running. I ran out of pistol in, in the league. It's the same thing as running behind in the dot. But he's really good doing the stretch zone from gun, which you see a lot of people do on third downs. He's really good blocking. I've seen him put his face in there against linebackers and hit linebackers in their mouth. He pushes the pile forward. And not only can he do that, he can run away from you. Catches the ball well out of the backfield. He's great in the open field. He does it all. He, when he doesn't have the ball as the key, that's when you – when. Runners are easy to judge a guy when he has the ball. It's easy. But when you don't have the ball and you're lead blocking, how do you do it, right? 
you see him go out and attack guys. He he does things, little things that you don't normally see guys do. And then again, when he's moving, you're like, oh, this guy weighs 210 pounds. Then he weighs in at 228 and runs a 44. That's different. That's special. Clay buys I'm down to- on him. I'm moving towards the. I'm moving I'm towards just, the conversion. I'm just telling you, that's the when you. It's when you see a guy that can carry weight. Like that's why Tunsil is such a big player because he carries at 315, mm-hmm. like he's 280. That means that guy is really athletic and he can move around and do some things with some force behind him. That's what makes football players special. Claybon, next up, give us one. Give us a. Give us some uh, speculation. All right, the last time the Browns had a serviceable quarterback was in 2007 when Derek Anderson completed 56% of his passes and had 29 touchdowns. I think RG3 is going to eclipse those numbers. What? I'm, I'm buying tickets. Sound the alarm, everybody. 20, he went right past reckless speculation into logo I, I mean, world. Honestly, it's, it's, is it that reckless? These numbers, 29 touchdowns, 19 interceptions. I, I think RG3 beats both of those numbers. I don't think he throws 15 interceptions. Can I assume then from that prediction that you don't think at number two they go quarterback? No, I think they, they still go quarterback. There's, there's obvious – you know, pressure in the situation to get a quarterback there, but they can do that. They can afford to do that, and they can afford to take a guy maybe that they think has has some time and space. I thought, well, actually, that's what's tripping me up about this. If they really believe in RG three, then you wouldn't. There, it's not like they're they have a deep roster. You wouldn't want to take uh, a quarterback at two if you believe that RG three is going to be your starter for what, all the season. When I look at Hugh Jackson and what like what he's done. Um, when they, they took Andy Dalton in the second round, and they built around him in the first round. I, I see them doing that. There's too many holes in Cleveland to fix right away, so you have to start piecing things together and building around your quarterback. So, yeah, you can get a guy in the second round. You can get uh, a, a Connor Cook or maybe a Carson Wentz. You just never oh, know. I, you left off the other name that I have now made my prediction. They're going to – I don't – what they do at number two is yeah, maybe Miles Jack. Here's – you know, if Miles Jack is indeed – Going to be, and it seems like this is with the with the possible exception of Tunsil, because a lot of people are very high on what he's going to do in the NFL for the next uh, decade and a half. But Miles Jack is this can't miss guy. He's the most talented guy out there right now. Why wouldn't you, if you're the Browns and you need an overhaul, why don't you start with the best player and get him out on the field, and then at the top of two, maybe you roll the dice and say, all right, let's see if we can hang in and wait till the top of three and see if he's still there. In the meantime, get Dotson from uh, TCU or somebody like that in round two. Then in round three, Cardell Jones. Is that that crazy that Cardell no, could no, be no, a, a good NFL starter but needs a year or two to get ready? No, well, if he's, I think if he's there, I think the biggest thing, you have a, a couple suitors for him, like the Cardinals are a suitor for Cardell Jones. You think at the back of, th- back of two, Cardinals yeah, might fits, get him? he fits that, that mold, and Carson Palmer's not getting any younger, and the playoff experience is scaring the hell out of him. I agree with you, right? man. I agree. This thing about the Cardell, we talked to him a couple weeks ago. You can go back and listen to that one. He is – maybe he's managed at this point. I mean, a fair amount of it is that clearly – his handlers have gotten in his head. He was a delightful guy, was a funny guy, chopping it up um, with uh, with his teammate, with Von Bell. But it, when asked questions, you can tell that he, he's been instructed, 
no fooling around. Like you're all about when you're at when you're asked. Oh, I'm all about film work right now. I'm all about studying. Right. Like it, 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 it was very sort of measured his responses and everything else. But all right, maybe that plays to NFL teams right now. That's he's saying the things he needs to say to get drafted. I'm not going to be surprised if he goes in the second round. One thing that the coach Billick said oh, a while back that stuck with me is that need is an awful talent evaluator. And so what RG three has done is he's reduced that need to get a quarterback to where we can have this conversation. So they they don't absolutely have to go quarterback at two, but there's there's still the Cardell situation. There's, there's still guys that are available. Uh, Maurice mentioned uh, Connor Cook, where RG3 has done more for this franchise almost just by, by being there than almost anybody else has well, in the past few years. Well, think about this, though. RG3 is still a rookie. Right, he's, or he might be. He doesn't. He didn't play last year. He's still a young quarterback. So why go out and spend on an unknown product when you know what you have here? I know what he can do. We saw what he did his rookie year. We saw what he did his second year before he got hurt. The kid was able to. He was making plays, and he gives you a dynamic that most teams don't have. Now you have to work with him, yes. But we see what Hugh Jackson did with with Carson Palmer. We see what Hugh Jackson did with Andy Dalton, with AJ McCarron. Right, we've seen him turn guys that are eh, into oh okay like. I agree. And by the way, again, this the Browns, no matter what happens between now and September, are not a Super Bowl contender. So it doesn't make a difference if you unless you think Jared Goff or Carson Wentz is going to ascend to being a top 10 QB and you're certain of that, then address all the, the myriad needs that you have all over the field with Ramsey or Jack, two guys who are apparently can't miss. And I know that there's no such thing, but those guys, I mean, collectively, everybody is, is sure they're going to be studs. I would, I would rather build around in Cleveland. I'd rather build around and use RG3 for as long as I can. Okay, and then get a later round guy, like you said, a Cardell Jones, somebody that's serviceable, and just try to piece together. Because there, Andy Dalton, when he came out, wasn't a world beater. Nope. No one thought that this guy was going to be I know, half of what he is. He still isn't. <laughs> <laughs> still hasn't done anything. He got hurt this year. I know. He, he still hasn't won a playoff game. Shaq, he was hurt. You said I, that, I, that's fine. He was giving you the checks. Say, say no disrespect, because when you when you say that, you have to say no disrespect, so then you can disrespect. Talk about somebody who's sensitive. Don't go calling him a beast. That's why I said you got to say no disrespect. <laughs> See, you got to say it, Shaq. He's going he's gonna to call this show and have a big history. I, I thought I made it clear that I am, in fact, uh, rooting against the Bengals. I'm not going to. But not, if you say I, no disrespect, keep... you can say whatever you want. Okay, no disrespect, there Andy Dalton, but you haven't won a playoff <laughs> there game you yet. Go. So the assumption that all is going to be right when you return from your thumb boo-boo is, uh, is specious. Now, Maurice, do you want to share one or should we? I am on? ready. Okay, I'm ready on. for one. Play one on me. My speculation is that the Jaguars in this draft go defense for most of it. And by doing that, they're able to turn around and they win the AFC South this year. Ah, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Do you think, though? Here's the – I mean, the X factor is obvious. I mean, listen, it's not all on Blake Bortles. The offensive line needs addressed. The defense has some uh, some gaping holes. But there, there are now some intriguing pieces now. They have that nice one-two punch at running back. We know about all the talent at pass catcher. 
in year three is Blake Bortles ready to really thrive? I mean, he was a stats machine. I, I think Fantasy fans certainly loved Blake Bortles yeah. in 2015, but that didn't equal the reality. I mean, that, no. he wasn't he wasn't a winner of a QB, but he did put up the numbers. I think I think this is year two in a re- in a West Coast system where you have to go through reads, you have a number of protections, and I think he does better than than he did. Uh, Interception-wise last year, I don't know about the touchdowns because he threw a lot when they were down. But I think that alone, because they were in more of their games than what people think. I mean, they were in the Atlanta game. They were in a couple other games as well where they lost by, you know, a touchdown or two towards the end of the game. You you fix that defense. You have a quarterback that's in the same system. I think they play well. I think you run the ball. It's simple as that. All right, give me one. I don't remember, to be honest, who you had. Did you have Jack going to – I had Jack going there. Uh, at five, I don't know if he'll be there. He's not going to be. So, I'm telling you, something's going to happen because this momentum behind Miles Jack now leads me to believe that he might even go number you, one. You know, I started that, right? Yeah. I, I, I started the pot up. That's my fault. <laughs> I started. I got it going, man. Because the kid does everything. I, I just I, – I went to practice. I told – this is what I told coaches at the combine. I went to practice one day, man. And I'd heard about this kid, and I was excited to see him. I was like, I want to see this dude. Like, let's. What are you talking about? So I went over to the one-on-one drills with the running backs and the linebackers. I'm like, where's this guy at? Oh, he doesn't do one-on-ones over here. He goes over there, and he's over there playing man-to-man on the receiver. Bump, <laughs> press him. I mean, crazy. That there, you you don't find that. And then you see the way he plays the run is unbelievable. And he returned kicks and punts, and played running back. He, he, you don't see linebackers at 240 pounds do that. Was it was it a patella tendon? Was it, meniscus. Was it, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was something you don't need. To, <laughs> you don't even need that. As, as mine is is popping out at at the moment. But when um, well, one thing I love about the Miles Jack talk is people aren't as open about those concerns, the injury concerns anymore. It's like it seems like people are starting to trust medicine, and I'm I'm thankful for it. Because the, to to have these guys uh, torn down, you know, just for being human was well, yeah. Was, I mean, Todd Gurley is a great example of that too. People who wanted to sleep on that. I mean, and the other thing is too, I, it's funny because I always feel like I always laugh. I mean, every single time it happens. How many examples? The first one I can think of is when Mike Vick got into his trouble. Whenever that was, now what? That's eight years ago now. A long time ago. I remember. Oh, no one's who. What? What NFL team? No NFL team will ever touch him again. I said, please. Of course, if you really think that you're loco, if he's talented. People are going to want him. This is always true. And the most recent example of that is Shane Ray. Same thing as uh, the other kid that, you know, no one's ever going to touch RG3 again after he after his histrionics in D.C. Oh, come on, please. Oh, no one ever wants Colin Kaepernick. You watch. That's one of my predictions. In fact, Kaepernick will move on or before the draft. Someone is going – they're going to wait it out, and somebody will throw that third-round pick that uh, San Francisco's been waiting for. Or maybe they're waiting to see if they get Wentz or Goff at seven or the nine and then they'll move on from Cap. But one way or the other, you wait and see. Cap's going somewhere. My prediction is the Rams. The only thing that muddies that up is that it's within the division. Yeah, he has to go to the Broncos. He's not going to the Rams. He could go to the Rams as long as they, as long as long uh, the Niners don't mind, uh, you know, keeping them in the division, which they might get spooked by. But other than that, it makes sense because you know the Rams, they kicked the tires on Peyton Manning a few weeks ago. You know they want to make – they want to name QB there. They can say whatever they want about Case Keenum. They love Case. Right. They, they can say whatever they want. They want a name QB. Uh, in I'm there. allergic to Case Keenum. They say they say Case almost won four games at the end of the season. I, I'm, I'm allergic <laughs> to guys like that. I try to just keep their names – all right, so Marie says the Jacksonville Jaguars win the AFC South. I gave you two. They go mostly defense in the draft. 
Right, I think they're going to address a little bit more of the offensive line, but it's going to be mainly defense. And by doing that, so they have to do the first one. But by doing that, they win the AFC South. All right, I like it because that leads me into this one that I really have not arrived at my final verdict for. Since in the last six football seasons, I've worked at the NFL now for six seasons. In five of those six years, I think 2012 is the only one that this was not the case in. There has been at least one division champion who didn't win double-digit games. So that means that collectively an entire division was bad. This trend started with the 2010 Seattle Seahawks winning that NFC Seven West. I mean, for the last you know half decade, everybody talks about the NFC West with reverence, and they talk about that it's that's the great division. But of course, let's remember, not very long ago, seven and nine won that bum thing, and then the beast mode run sort of shook the whole thing up, and they never looked back. 2011 the team that ended up going on to win the Super Bowl, the Giants, went 9-7. and seven. The Broncos went 8-8. Eight and eight. Then 2012 skips. A couple teams win it with 10 wins, or the low uh, lowest-ranking uh, division winners there. Then the Packers in 2013 come back 8-7-1. That's the Aaron Rodgers pass to uh, Randall Cobb in Chicago to steal the division there. 2014, NFC South Panthers were 7-8-1. 2015, AFC South and the NFC East were won by 9-7 and seven teams. So, following this trend, who's the bum division in 2016? Claybon, I look at you. The AFC West. I th- that's no a very way. interesting place to start. No way. It's, no, no, no way. way. And let me tell you why, Maurice. Well, go ahead and explain why you think so, Claybon. I got, I got an easy way to look at this. If you think the AFC South is going to rise up, if, because are the Colts going to be bum? Are, are they going to be bums this year, Maurice? No, I, I'm just saying, no way. You have two teams there that are going to win, I feel, are going to win 10 games. But it matters who the – yeah, but who they play. The, the the reason that this is happening isn't random bad No, luck. they play the South. No, they're going to play the South. Don't right. get me it's wrong. The, it's the fact that the reason that you have bum divisions annually, that there's always one bum division – it's whoever gets the bad draw with the two other divisions they have to play. But, but the South- AFC West plays the AFC South and the NFC South. That sounds like, oh, that's a great, that's as good a draw as you can no. get, except for the fact that the Texans, Colts, Titans even are kind of interesting, and the Jags are interesting all of a sudden. And then the NFC South has the Panthers. The Falcons look intriguing, and so too do the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on some level. And don't forget the Saints. I forget Drew Brees the Saints. has a, a tight end now. <laughs> No, they he went and got Kobe, Kobe Flinner. He's going to be all right. No, they're going to be bad. I think, in fact, they're they're the last place team in the NFC. Yeah, South. were they almost the reason that you were going to go with the South? No, well, I don't know. I'm interested. What's your thought? Why do you come up with the AFC West there, Claybon? Because uh, I'm looking at the Super Bowl champions um, potentially going with, with Mark Sanchez um, and the Chargers not necessarily – I mean, getting better, but when the Chargers and Raiders improve, what does that do to the Chiefs and the Broncos? And so we're we're adding places and subtracting others. And if if I have to pick a division, it's it's that one. It's a hard game to play most years, but this year in particular, um, this is this is really tough to to figure out who is what bum division is there. What what's mm. looming for disaster for all the teams? Maurice, how say you? Well, first let me talk about the West. Kansas City is going to win ten games. That's just what they're going to do. Well, they don't have Justin Houston. That's a bad That's place to but start in March. D four came in and had three sacks and 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 a crucial play against the Chargers. I mean, True. they have they have talent around where they're backing up, so they'll be fine. Alex Smith doesn't turn the ball over. You get Jamal Charles back, you're good. The Raiders, on the other hand, 
they have a chance to win 10 games. Now, they, yes, you play the AFC South, but some of those games, I want to say the Colts go to Oakland. They, they have some – I want to say that. Let me make sure I'm, I'm Well, right. I pulled all the ra- – I pulled everybody's schedule up uh, okay, for let's you see. to peruse because yeah, so that's play, really what They what play the about. Texans and the Colts at home. So, all right. You know, you go to Jacksonville. You, you, you already won in Tennessee last year, so I think they'll be fine. For me, it has to be – Oh, this is going to be tough. It's going to have to be uh, the South, man, the NFC South, I think, to be honest with you. So, the pa- so in other words, I don't believe the Panthers, the Panthers can do it again. Regress. No, I don't think they're going to regress. They just don't play the NFC East again. As remember, they, they won majority of their games the NFC East. And they played the South, right? The NFC East and the AFC South. You're going to have to – I think they play again. Let me let me get back to it. Make sure I'm, wrong, I'm not wrong. You have Atlanta, New Orleans, Tampa, Arizona – Right, so you slapped them already. I don't know how you're gonna do that. You play the Niners, you play the Vikings, who's really good. Kansas City and San Diego, you come back, you play the Raiders, the Broncos. How's that gonna fare again? The Seahawks again. Mm-hmm. I mean, road games. Well, you know, games, with, with the man. Broncos, real quick, let's talk about that because I don't think we've really addressed that. Mark Sanchez is a punchline for the bunt fumble and uh, and many other things over the course <laughs> of his career. But is he worse than Peyton Manning? Of course he's not. Is yes. that mean? Of course, yes. He is. Mark Sanchez, 2016, is worse than Peyton Manning, 2015? Absolutely. Yeah. No, absolutely oh, nothing. What no do you mean question. absolutely? There's no absolute. Did you, Peyton was did you the not? worst starting quarterback in the he, league and, last year. And Mark Sanchez didn't start. And then when he did start, okay. he lost the one game to the Miami Dolphins that they had won when he came in. <laughs> I, the let, game was won, and he, he gave it to To him. some extent, I'm playing devil's damashek here, but I really do – I can see – that Mark Sanchez, I mean, it's it's funny is, except for the fact that they won the Super Bowl with Peyton Manning playing the way is, he was this playing. This is the funny thing about it. When you listen to Mark Sanchez's interview, he's like, I don't have a girlfriend. I don't have kids. I'm just here to focus on football. Well, what have you been doing your whole career? <laughs> it, like, if you've been doing that, you might want to get a girlfriend and kids and get a, <laughs> some distraction away from doing whatever you've been doing. Right? That's a good point. Yeah, like, Maybe time to shake it up, man, because yeah. what you've been doing. It hasn't worked. Hey, no. you're the Anthony Sampson, Mark Sanchez. Maybe <laughs> oh you do goodness. need a haircut. Yeah, my goodness, right? <laughs> so don't come and give me this like I'm going to work hard. What, so what have you been doing then? If, you, if you're going to work hard now, what have you been doing? Nobody before? else works hard. Yeah. Very right, sound right? point. Like, All right, you want bold. I'm going to go bold. Uh, I say the circle gets completed back to my first season at the NFL. Let's return it to the NFC West as the worst division. Consider, you know, the Niners aren't going to be a great team. They're not, I mean, they might show signs of, uh, you know, progress, but are they suddenly going to be great under Chip Kelly with the lack of defensive pieces that they, that they have there? No, the Rams are perennially eight and eight. They are, they, they they have stated that case. What's that? You had them going to the playoffs last year. I know, but that's rearview mirror. Okay, I just make sure, Shaky. Got to hold you accountable in this thing, no? Claybon, how what, was it? Uncomfortable being in the penalty box, being on probation? Yeah, it, you, was, it was. It took me to a dark place. Maybe you should tell Maurice about that. So yeah, it, I know what? It'll, it'll no make, ma, ma, make him uh, mind his p's and q's. I'm okay with being in dark places. I stand up <laughs> when it gets dark. <laughs> you have so the Rams. The Cardinals with Carson Palmer, we don't, we don't know. We don't know what's going to be. That's the X factor. This right here is all fried, Sheck. 
That psyche of his I agree, is gone. Wow. He has it's done. Hey, you have no he, Carson Palmer sounds like he was trying to convince himself when he said, "Hey, you just got to move on from that game." Yeah, no, I don't. You do, fella. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Pretty, you're People pretty don't old. <laughs> <laughs> People don't forget, Shaq. You don't get to start fresh at 36, man. Oh my goodness. And here's the real team. The Seattle Seahawks, Mm-mm. they don't have everybody. I admire Russell Wilson. Okay. I think he is better than probably – I mean, there are a lot of people out there, football-minded people, who admire and respect and talk about how good he is. But there is a legitimate uh, percentage of football diehards who really look at Russell Wilson and say, eh, he's a little overrated. But I say the offensive line hasn't been good. That didn't do him any favors. The second half that he had last year showed what he can do. I think that that I, I compare him to the T-1000. Uh, you know, just no matter what you do, you can't kill him. Like, no matter, they could be down three touchdowns in the What's second the half, and he just keeps coming. Terminator. It's the Schwarzenegger model of the Terminator. Oh, I'm then I'm mistaken. I was talking about the Robert Patrick one. What's that one? Oh, no, uh, excuse me, you're right. The T-800 was Schwarzenegger. The, the T-1000. You liquid, can't kill no. him. No matter what you do, he keeps oh, going. Oh, he's a liquid guy. Yeah, you, yeah. You shoot him and he just – Whatever happens to the Seahawks, they just keep – like Russell Wilson, like, come on, guys, we've got another chance to win on this drive. Like, and, they, and he just keeps them going. I think that's the worst thing to be playing as a guy. No matter what you do, you can't get in his head. He's just going to keep on making plays. So, I think all that being said, the Seahawks, look at what they got coming up schedule-wise. I mean, they, they have – Not a walk in the park? No, indeed. They go – they better win all their home games. And when I say all their home games, I mean all eight Gosh, of them. Gosh, Carolina has to go back to Seattle again? Listen to this road. <laughs> I know, Carolina has to go back up there, but that's no gimme for the home team. They beat them up there last year, did the Panthers. They're on a two-game win streak. So if you favor that trend, then the Panthers uh, could win that one again. Now they go on the road. Here's their road slate. They go Cardinals, Niners, Rams, of course. They go down to New Orleans, and all right, that's not much of a home field advantage. Then they play Jameis. All right, so far you're wondering, what are you talking about, Damashek? This isn't tough at all. They go to the Packers. They go to the Patriots. They go to the Jets. The Jets is tough, man. Man, that's a tough – that's going to be a that's tough a schedule. Tough. That, that that's They're going to be 9-7-ish. and seven-ish. That might be good enough to win the division. But anyway, I'm circling the NFC West as the division Who'd I pick again? to regress. <laughs> you said the NFC South. Yeah, I think the South, yeah. You're going to stay in with that. I'm going to stay with the South. You, you got a great argument. Almost had me change. I can't see a way that the Carolina Panthers, though, don't win double-digit games. I know that Why? when you say it, because the deep, cause their defensive pieces what, are – What they, pieces? They lost a lot of guys, right? Not really, no. They, they, they keep their defensive line and, in fact, add to it. I mean, they, Jared Allen hangs it up. but right. So they keep the core of their defensive front. Mm-hmm. They keep their linebackers. Now the Josh Norman thing might – I mean, I don't know how much of a factor that's going to be. Gonna, we're going to see how real you really are now. Because you're playing some – got to play some guys now. I mean, they played some teams last year, but – all right, but but and then they get uh, Calvin Benjamin back to that offense. It'll be interesting to see if they beef up that offensive line a little bit more for Cam. Maybe they go running back there and they get another dynamic piece to help out there with the pieces that they already have. I just can't see a way that the Panthers are going to fall back so far from fifteen and one. You know what happens? They're just going to turn to junk. You just got to play the games. Don't give me that. <laughs> Not to play the games. Play the games. Yeah, and I, I figured that. I know that they're going to show up and make them play the games. You can't, they're just not going. They're not. They're not going to change the rules and just no. be like, ah, you should win. Don't why? Why bother with? Yeah, the next no, that reality? ain't gonna happen. They they're not going to do that. No, no. Cam gonna have to dab again. He gonna have to find another, another celebration or something to get the party started. 
Um, so, all right. So that's that's my prediction uh, for that one. I think the uh, NFC West is uh, is going to be collectively taking a step back this year. I hate to do that though to no, Bruce Arians. No, I think I think you've made a, a solid argument for why it, it's going to happen. You you take the team that's most likely to win, and then you kind of pick apart their schedule. And then you want to hear? I've been I went through these all. This has nothing to do. This doesn't to benefit me in any way to say that the Steelers have the best home schedule because they could lose these games. It's not good, but this is I I went through all the schedules. Is there a better if you have season tickets to Heinz Field this year, you get to see the Steelers play the Ravens and the Bengals, both hated villainous teams, so that's fun. You get to see them play the Patriots, the Dallas Cowboys with Tony Roma, their mm. their age old arch rival, and you get to go see him play Odell Beckham. And, and, and the uh, reunion of the Ot4 QB class of Eli versus Roethlisberger, that's a fun one. Any of those games. What about the Jets? That's a good Any one. of those games are good yeah. for prime time stuff. But exactly, the Chiefs, as you just said, Maurice, are going to be good again. Yeah. And the New York Jets. How about that for a home slate? Yeah, Juicy. That's a tough schedule. Yeah, no matter what. No matter how things shake out, it's going to be – it's going to be a fun walk across the bridge. To go the, the Shecks. The Shecks are going to be <laughs> live and in full effect this year, baby. It's going to be very Look bad. at that schedule. Look at that. You got Buffaloes, tough. Dolphins, we'll see what they're like. The Colts Steelers, bounce back. their road schedule isn't that bad. They go to Buffalo, to Miami, Indy, Philly, and D.C. That so you say on the East, they say in the Eastern. Yeah, that the, that know. that seems, you know. But they, I mean, yeah. all things, I mean, that's about as good as you could hope for. There's going to be some Shecks on a curve. Like, if things are going bad, the checks obviously decrease. But the better things go, and you get towards the, the home game against the, the Cowboys and the Chiefs, the, we might have some high-level you got to remember, too, Hugh Jackson and, and Mike Tomlin can like to compete against each other. Claybon, before we wrap it up, because I know that uh, Maurice would never go and uh, see the Batman versus Superman movie. No. You wouldn't. No. Who's your favorite superhero, Maurice? It's Superman, but what, like that would never happen because because you you don't even have the real Bruce Wayne there. I forgot we just <laughs> had this conversation. Maurice is a front runner, although the story's so sweet. He's not a front runner because his grandfather gave him the Superman. As long as you're playing your side, so that was a sweet story. But generally speaking, as I've made it pretty clear, you're a front runner if you like Superman. He's made out no. of steel because he's supposed so. To so win. why so why would you fight he's him? Supposed then? to win you're, exactly. So why would you even fight him? I saw somebody online passing off a Damashek line, too. When people ask who would win in a fight between Superman and the Hulk, they use the exact same phrase I always use. Superman would just grab the Hulk by the toe and carry him out into deep space and leave him there. Noted mass murderer Superman would fight the Hulk in, the, in that way. Well, if he's fighting Batman, well, all bets are off now. You don't know what he's going to fight. But so who – did anyone go see this? Yeah, of course. Black tie, you know. Did his yeah. black tie back there? Arjuna? I haven't seen it yet. All right, it's to you then, Claybon. Just to be a part of the conversation, because I saw the trailers. The trailers. Oh, actually, I thought you saw the picture. No, I, I hadn't seen it yet. Um, it, and the trailers were were absolute trash. I, I don't know. Whoa! I mean, they they were bad. They, were they? They, were they, they trash? didn't make me want to see the movie at all. And obviously, they didn't work on on you. I, I, I wasn't going to see it anyways. I saw Zootopia, and it I ranks with one of my five uh, best animated uh, pictures I've is seen. It? Is it? Yeah, is yeah it with the one? kids. So we've been going to see the movies now for about, you know, whatever, eight, seven years now. Oh, yeah, now. you got to see all of them. Yeah, they go back. They predate uh, even the birth of my kids. We go, you know, we watch The Incredibles. My list goes, Incredibles is still number one. Quality. Finding Nemo is number two or maybe three. A jump by Book of Life. Did you see Book of Life? Not there. Oh, no, it's, a, it's a nice movie. with The one, nice- this last one? Oh, like two put out. years ago. Oh, there, yeah. there's one coming out. You know, there's another book of life. Oh, there's another book of life coming out. Oh, 
Oh, that's what the jungle. Oh, no, this is Jungle Book. I'm oh, sorry. Jungle Book. Oh, jungle yeah, Book. that's different. Yeah, well, that looks good though too. And now this, and I really liked Inside Out, but I think uh, I think Zootopia makes my all-time top five. Rio didn't movie. make it. I like Rio. I like some of the stuff. I like when my uh, little boy Jean Claude Van Damascheck says, uh, "He's like, hello, pretty birds." Right. See, he does that impression, and that makes me. You laugh. didn't like Up? I liked it. Did you like Up? Up was really sad. Up made me cry. That <laughs> was very. Yeah. Sad. I mean, the, the, I didn't cry tears, but I was like <laughs> choked up. Yeah, because <laughs> it was it was unbelievable. I, I don't know that I want to be that sad again. It was a, it was a good experience to have, wasn't it? It yeah. took you there. The Zip one, to- the worst one is uh, is the 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 di- what was it? What was it called? It just came out this year. The dinosaur movie. The good dinosaur. The good dinosaur. I know. I didn't see that was relentlessly depressing. Yeah. Don't take your kids to see that one. It just keeps going on. Is the message <laughs> of the movie is basically like, hey, anybody you encounter out in the world, don't trust them because they're up yeah. to no good. Or or love or love the people close to you because soon they're going to be gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see that. But one. don't take your if you have. I mean, I doubt you're listening to the DDFP and you're really intolerant. But if if you are, don't go see Zootopia. It'll make you angry and you'll probably go on Twitter and. You know what? I said that you. one of my favorite conversations to have is as soon as a movie ends. Uh, my daughter and I talk about what do you think the uh, the meaning of this movie was, and she tries to tries to explain it to me. I mean, it really is. I know, facile, but still, it's sort of like, hey, Trump, you should go see that movie. <laughs> yeah. Just, this, your hate talk is is not what we need right now. And the Zootopia is, uh, yeah, it's a, it's about uh, the living in a world where you know there are different kinds of people and yeah, there was, by and not being told you can't do something. I can't believe you didn't mention Toy Story. Ah, Woody three. and Buzz Lightyear, that was pure competition. Top five. Oh, definitely. That was one of the first ones that started all this nonsense. Would you be down for a Zack Snyder-directed Woody versus Buzz? Yes. <laughs> I would go see that. I would right. go see that. Uh, always great fun. Hey, by the way, I'm into Spotify. I just discovered it about a month ago. Yes. I don't know where yes. I've been. I've been beefing up the uh, the rotation there. I'm soon going to unveil my master list for you. It's going to be just get ready for it. It's going to be in the triple digits. It's not going to be like here are the ten best. No, no. It's going to be this is going to range deep for me. It's just be- things in general. No, Song. uh, yeah. Songs. Songs. Uh. Yeah, you know who Spotify is? No, yeah. Uh, I'm going. I'm putting together my all-time master. He's from the Bayou in Alabama. Yeah, no, we don't have computers. Patrick Claybon doesn't know <laughs> computers. Um. So, and then also, speaking of uh, Jean-Claude Van Damascheck, it then reminds me of Steven Seagal. I didn't know you were a Seagal-file, uh, Claybon. What's your bullet? What's, you? what's the best? Uh, Out for Justice is the best Steven Seagal. No, movie. you got to be kidding me. All those under seas were the best. No, the, those, you... were, those got the most critical acclaim, and they oh, were the they best were for <laughs> no, There's no they such were, thing. They had the most mass appeal. There's no but, such thing as a Seagal movie that got critical acclaim. The the bar fight scene <laughs> in Out for Justice is up there as one of the greatest scenes. Do you in know history. that Steven Seagal is like a real environmentalist and hates people who smoke cigarettes? Yeah. Did you know that really? It's all in this movie. Uh, Dan Hansis got me a, a wedding gift. It was the Theology book that Did goes through. Was he angry when he gave you that gift? No. Because he's been he's, he's been a little salty to me and Ike since he didn't win the uh, sh- the pie off. He's check. been salty since back in uh, he's November. Still salty about it, man. Oh, I'll, I'll take it up with him. Talk to him about it, please. I will. He told me the other day he's in a good place with you. <laughs> with me? Yeah. 
don't, I mean, it could I don't be. Know what that means? Who says that about a person? It could, exactly. Right? <laughs> he could be negative. That's him is good to he me. He's negative. He has a lot of prepositional phrases and such. Uh, Steven Seagal does. Above the law, hard to kill, marked for death, out for justice, under siege, on deadly ground. That's see, a good one too. See, that's that's another reason I don't feel great about under siege, just because we lost the format of the three words: out for justice, yeah. marked for death. Uh, under siege, and they didn't have. Did a you not see the train fight? He's fighting a guy, and the train is about to run into some. Listen, he, man. and he didn't have his ponytail in under siege. You don't have I to know, have. But a Nico Toscani just bending back bad guys' elbows and breaking them. You can't, can't beat the original. That's uh, that's gold. And his wife in that one is Sharon Stone, which is weird. <laughs> pre uh, pre basic the, instinct. Bin, ba- basic instinct. Yeah, that was a quality. That's Sharon one. Stone's best era there. That's when oh. she's the fox of foxes. That's the same as you know, uh, Total Recall. Since we're talking movies, you know who's kind of got me going a little, got my blood flowing a little bit? Who's that? And I, I'm gonna, I don't, I, I forgot her name, but the girl in Avengers. Oh, Charlotte Johansson. Charlotte Johansson with the red hair. This is oh, a revelation. That, gosh, I, you know what's funny about but see, because the blonde is the, the blonde Scarlet. doesn't. The blonde Johansson doesn't do it for me. The red one, though? Oh, I see. The red hair, it's different. Red-headed it Johansson. Just, oh, yeah, it was different. I've said about her, it's funny you would mention her name. She is this generation's, when I, you know, back in the 90s, everybody I knew swooned for Uma Thurman. She was the mm. gold standard of women. I never got that one. Scarlett Johansson is, the, is, is that for me now. I don't know why. Everybody is gaga except for me. You know me. who else is good? Is Catherine Zeta-Jones back in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Entrapment, yeah. she was. I watched that the other night too. I almost oh, had Zorro. To no, yeah. He's a revelation. I mean, that's staying Zorro. power. Or, I mean, Salma Hayek. Yeah, Zorro. You talk about staying power. No, Salma Hayek. Hayek. No, 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 no. no. You're talking. No. We're talking. We're talking uh, top of the line here. Yeah, you're, you're, you're talking. We're talking. We're not drafting full. We're talking 1942. You're talking Patron. We're doing MVP races, and you're just filling out a roster. Wait, so what, you've got ScarJo as your MVP. No, I just no. We're just saying. I'm just saying. She she appealed to me. She's I, like I saw her. I finally saw her in the right light. Uh, Kate Beckinsale, Jennifer. What's her name? Jennifer Connelly. These are the gold standards of show business. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. Oh man, I, I, Beckinsale I, and Connelly. Like Connelly's a deep reach, right? I. I he was over here shooting threes, Shaq. You need to go for these layups, baby. <laughs> Shaq's over here shooting from half court. You think he's Steph Curry? Take a deep breath. I'm going to look past it. I'm not going to suspend anybody <laughs> yes. for disagreeing with me. You both survived the show. You did very nicely. Maurice Jones-Drew, make sure you watch him on Path to the Draft. He's doing great work there. You, NFL Now being very funny. He's excited for the return of his pal Ike next week. We're all looking forward to heading off to Chicago. That's going to be great. Claybon, of course, gangbusters work. Follow him on Twitter, too. He's one of the uh, rangier and funnier Twitter followers Great. out there. He talks about movies. He talks about, well, movies mostly. Yeah, yeah that's pretty much Movies it. and food. Once in a while, a little bit of football sprinkled in yeah. there and uh, some basketball too. Right now, let's talk to another guy from UCLA. We had a great conversation with him. I think you're going to like him quite a bit. I think it's the start of a beautiful relationship. Here he is, everybody. A key- oh, before we throw to it, you can watch it on YouTube. Right there, uh, right there, Arjuna? That is correct. Okay, yeah. you can watch this interview on um, on YouTube at your leisure. Here he is, everybody, Akeem Ayers. Look at this. This guy's got to be as happy as any member of the Los Angeles Rams grew up around these parts, played college ball at UCLA. Yeah. Now he's back as a member of those L.A. Rams. Akeem Ayers, what's yeah. happening, fella? I'm just excited to be here. 
I bet you yeah, are. Yeah. I bet the family's even more excited. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm, I get to be around my family now. Everyone's get to, get to come visit me more often, watch me play, just like when I was back at UCLA. Well, let's start here. I mean, big. News. Mm-hmm. I mean, of all days for you to roll in here, what a what a breaking news. What do you think about the the new QB? What do you think he's going to do for you guys? Is it the new new QB? Yeah. Uh, case. No, Johnny Football. You didn't hear? They traded for him about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> you got me. You didn't fall for my April I, I, Fool's. It was no, an early I, April Fool's joke. I, I, I would have felt bad because I didn't, you know, I wasn't keeping up with my, with my update on my news feed. So you had me think I, I wasn't on top of my football talk. Uh, team Ayers, <laughs> already a point for you. Damashek down 0-1 already here. I thought I would trick you. That, to- that, that was a good one. Well, not really, because it didn't work. I thank, thought I'd get thank, you. Thanks ur- for the screen. You can blame the people back there. <laughs> <laughs> they gave they gave they they gave you up. Not cool. Not cool. All you people working with Akeem Ayers. I'm here. I'm going to be here tomorrow. Akeem Ayers is going to leave, and then what are you going to? Anyway, let's talk about this move to Los Angeles. Are all the teammates mm-hmm. now looking to you to 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 hip them to where the cool areas are? are they asking you mm-hmm. for real estate advice? Yeah. Well, a lot of people ask me questions. You know, they they pretty much know the basics of LA which they get from people who are helping to move and, and relocate. But, you know, they ask me questions about uh, certain areas and and how far is this place from this place. And I, I, I mostly tell them it's pretty close. But with traffic in L.A., it's, it ended up being far. So, I mean, they, they ask me questions about that and, you know, restaurants and, and stores and things like that. So I'm able to help them with, with you know, those type of things. What We should really do that. You should open a little service know, right? uh, between now <laughs> and the start of the season for your teammates. I'm more than happy to chip in, too, because yeah. I'm a good Samaritan. You and I could be Akeem and Dave, drive L.A. Rams around mm-hmm. town and show them real estate you know, options. I'll let you do most of the most of the legwork. Okay. And, I'll, you know, I'll, 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 just, I'll just bring the, the, the players to you. All right, let's do that. Let's, <laughs> let's do that. We'll see. We'll we'll look at the the pros and cons of Malibu versus you know Thousand Oaks is where the practice yeah. facility mm-hmm. sounds like it's going to be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's a, we're off to a good start after that <laughs> ugliness that uh, that began there. Now speaking of ugliness, something we must figure out between you and me, the uniform. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've been asked a lot about this. Yeah. What? Where? Where do you come down? I mean, it would make sense in my head. I think we go back to the. The throwback uniforms, mm-hmm. back when the, when the Rams were here before, mm-hmm. I think that would be that would be something that'd be pretty cool. But which one though? Let's take a look here. I want to I want you to see the one that I like best. Mm. The gray face mask. See, it's a subtle thing, but it really makes the whole thing work together yeah, for some. I, I didn't really pay attention to that. Maybe I don't know about the socks. I'm not really feeling the socks. Okay, I, I, I know, that's negotiable. For maybe me. you know everything else, but we can maybe stick to some all blue socks. Maybe, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, your ex teammate Chris Long uh, is a uniform aficionado too. He agrees <laughs> with me about the gray face mask and also the flat finish yeah. on the pants is is key. That, yeah, you know, that shiny. Yeah, we don't want good. you don't want a shiny flat finish gray face mask. Mm-hmm. And that better than the blue and white all the Deacon Jones. Yeah, I don't. I'm, the blue and white is a little bit too plain. Mm-hmm. Just and it remind me of the Colts. That's so, yeah. That's, that's right. why I don't really. It, we play each other. I just look kind of like, like a scrimmage or something. Boy, this is going to be our business uh, <laughs> opportunity that you and I are putting together. I'm glad that we are like-minded in so many ways here. I think so. Yeah, I think I think we're on, a, on the same you know page with a lot of things. What about so you're you're an Angelino, but of course the weird yeah. thing is being your age, there was no football team here yeah. when you were growing up. So who did At you root all. for? Well, I was a 49er fan. 
Ooh. So at that time, they were winning. So that's the team I seen on TV a lot of times. So you wake up, watch football on Sunday, and been on the West Coast, your 49ers you've seen all the time. Mm -hmm. So this is when Jerry Rice is playing. So I ended up being a 49er fan growing up because I didn't have no you know, home team to root for. Are they now yeah. your least favorite team, or or who is the Seahawks? Well, I just don't have favorite teams anymore. <laughs> but come on, you know that that the, NFC the West. Rams. Rams are your favorite. Rams are my favorite. Seahawks least. are my least favorite, just because Fair. they've been at the top of the division. So I got you. Who's yeah. harder to tackle, a Russell Wilson or Colin Kaepernick in open space? Mm. I'm gonna say Russell Wilson, hmm. just because he's he's a shorter guy. Shorter strides and halftime, you can't see him behind a line of scrimmage, and he gets <laughs> out and he's scrambling everywhere. So I'm at I'm have to go with Russell Wilson. Well, what do you think now? I mean, it's obviously people are starting to get mm -hmm. excited around Los Angeles. This yeah. is in the vacuum that was created when the Rams moved to St. Louis. Mm -hmm. This is full on yeah. Laker town now. Mm -hmm. That's the thing, and that's a rare thing in in America. But yeah. you just are coming from a place yeah. where baseball was probably king in yeah. St. Louis. Yeah, I mean, baseball there was. The games are sold out, and but they just because they have a tradition, they just they winning and they're always in the postseason, and they you know just have such great history and tra mm. tradition. And at the time, you know, the Rams weren't doing as well as far you know postseason and, and winning games. So you know, people always want to you know go to the watch the games when the teams winning and things yeah, like that. Sure. And you know, so I mean, that's how it was, that's how it was there, and it's a smaller town. Are people, though, are, are your teammates hitting you up and asking, like, what kind of town is this going to be? Are they going to re be receptive, or do pro football yeah. players just assume yeah. everybody's going to rally around? Well, I mean, people ask me how, because, you know, I, I've been here since the start of the offseason, and, you know, once the news broke, people ask me, you know, how are the people there uh, taking it in? You know, and it's weird, because, you know, after it happened, you know, I, I see people with Rams shirts out mm -hmm. of nowhere, and it kind of shocked me, because I'm not used to seeing, you know, Rams football gear at all. And i seen a guy riding down the street with a motorcycle helmet, but it was a Rams uh, football helmet. Oh, that's so cool, I was like, So I was kind of shocked to see, you know, all the stuff that people are wearing that Los Angeles Rams. What a cool thing. And then you're going to get to play your games in the Coliseum. Yeah. That'll be a little bit of a trip, though, right? You, will you feel uncomfortable going into Trojan <laughs> territory? Though? Yeah, I mean, I, I wish it was a Rose Bowl, but yeah. unfortunately it isn't. So hopefully they just cover all up the – I don't even know what color they wear, yellow or – that room, like, call it whatever you want. It really want doesn't matter, it. but as long as they can cover it up with some nice blue and gold, remind me of playing the Rose Bowl. I'm going to be busy shepherding Los Angeles Rams around town, but in my yeah. free time, I guess I can go and take that on as well. Yeah, cover you up can, uh, yeah I'll get you in contact with somebody. Okay. And, you know, we can, we can work something out. All right, excellent, excellent. Um, so what is if – you, if you're giving these guys tips – what is, I mean, it makes sense for you to live mm -hmm. up in Thousand Oaks area because you're going to be spending a lot of time up there. Yeah. What is your favorite area of Los Angeles now that you're back? Ooh. I mean, my favorite area actually been Marina Del Rey. Oh. Like, I, I love that area. When I first came back from my first offseason, that's where I live. I just love it because, it's, you know, it's, it's right off the, it's right near the beach. It's like, it's just a great, great community, great vibe you get just being by the water, a lot of people on bikes, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just a good vibe. So that's pretty much where I've been since, you know, every offseason when I come back. What do you think about, talk about this as much as you can, obviously. Uh, it's a, it's tough to address in March here. But, you know, I, I, I've i heard some people say, you know, L.A., they mm -hmm. like winners. You know yeah, you yeah. know who else likes winners? Everybody else. Everybody. Yeah. Nobody wants like, hey, we like losers. Yeah, woohoo! We went 3-13. <laughs> I want season tickets for next year. That doesn't happen anywhere. Yeah, exactly. But 
what can you say to Rams fans? And in fact, you know, maybe you could uh, lay it out there for the rest of the NFC West mm-hmm. so they know what's coming to get them in 2016. What, what is the state of the Rams right now? A lot of excitement, obviously, mm-hmm. after Todd Gurley's yeah. rookie season. Where, where, where do you think uh, you guys sort of stand um, in that what's been a pretty rugged division the last uh, few years? I mean, I, I think we're, we're, in, we're in good shape as a team. Like, we, we have talent all across the board. And I think now, you know, we have a lot of guys who are, you know, even more motivated now. I'm not saying we weren't motivated before, but, you know, just coming with change and just, you know, change of scenery and just, mm-hmm. you know, just having a new atmosphere, I think it's going to be good for our team. And uh, we're going to, you know, everyone's going to be excited for this this season coming up. And I think guys are going to work harder. Um, you know, a lot of people on the other team, a lot of people want to stay, you know, so everybody want to go play their best, you know, to, to stay on the team and, and, to, and to be around. Isn't it kind of – I mean, this happens with the NBA teams mm-hmm. that come visit and have to play yeah. the Clippers or Lakers mm-hmm. in the afternoon the next yeah. day. Is that a legitimate advantage? Like, those teams don't show up on <laughs> Sunday matinees because yeah. they enjoy L.A. a little bit too yeah. much. Do you uh, – I mean, is that something? Will, will guys be excited when they visit Los Angeles? Will they say, well, we have one night in Hollywood. Yeah. We kind of got to take advantage yeah, of it, yeah, right, yeah. Coach? Come on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, our, our rules are a little different. You know, they're pretty much strict on our, you know <laughs> – with our, our curfew, but I mean, if it definitely could be a advantage if you you know they're here for a couple more days, mm-hmm. and like who wouldn't want to you know go out and visit or go do certain things? You should. I mean, yeah, like you could like you'll you'll know some A list celebrities. You should yeah. say, hey, visiting, hey, Russell Wilson, wouldn't you like to go out with George Clooney tonight? Yeah, cook him up with some people. You know, tell them keep them out late, make them miss curfew. If nothing else, Sierra is a big star. She's yeah. surely connected in Hollywood. When Russell Wilson comes down here to play you guys, yeah. he's going to be out uh, tripping the light fantastic, right? Hopefully keep him a little distracted. That's what I'm that, talking that's, about. That's a good plan. That, yeah. Maybe that's another part of our, you know, we can set up. Our, get some people uh, our they, multi-pronged yeah. attack to uh, make the L.A. Rams thrive. That, that's going to work. Let's do make this sure Add that in there. All right. Let's, let's talk about this now. You ever see that show Inside the Actor Studio? It's a, with James Lipton. He's a bald fellow with a beard. No, he I'm, talks to high-profile actors, mm-hmm. and he, at the end, he asks some questions. Mm-hmm that are supposed to somehow show your soul in some way, who mm-hmm. you really are. Let's okay. do that, Akeem. Right. Ready? What's your favorite word? My favorite word? Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know why? Because I, I, I play a lot of video games, a lot of NBA 2K. Uh-huh. So probably just I, I yell a lot. And I, I, love to, like, I love to, you know, try to get people heads <laughs> So that's probably my favorite word, but it's a little more exaggerated. As in antagonistic, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Not, not no, yeah, like, like, yeah, like. In your face. Yeah, like. I got you. All right, what's your <laughs> least favorite word? Least favorite word? I think everyone, least favorite word should be no. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Who Are wants you, to get told no? That's true. Has anybody ever told you you have a laugh that sounds vaguely familiar with? I'm going to write it down on a piece of paper, and then I want you to say if you've heard this one before. Do you, have you ever, well, who, what celebrity do people say you laugh like? No, no one ever told me no. I laugh like anything. You laugh like, I wrote Jay-Z <laughs> is what I wrote down. That's who you laugh like. You ever heard that? You got that laugh. Uh, <laughs> 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 kind of like that. that. Yeah. I'm thinking about it now. That's why, that's why I think it's. <laughs> who do now, you wanna... now every time I laugh, you got me thinking about that. <laughs> Every time I laugh, I picture Jay Z. Would Jay Z be good to play you in a movie? Who should play you in a movie if they ever make the Akeem Ayers picture? You know, um, what is that guy name that played in that uh, 
but he's a little too old. Jean-Claude Van Damme. No, he's a little, oh, too, he's a little, little too light. So I, need, <laughs> I need somebody, you know. What is, it, it was one guy, he's, but he's, he's a little older. Uh, not Apollo Creed. Not Carl Weathers. See, I'm, I'm bad with names. Yeah. So, Denzel. Okay, Denzel works. The younger Denzel, not the Denzel now. You're not thinking like, Snipes, are you? Wesley Snipes. No, Wesley Snipes, no. I need somebody who's like I, who has like a little like swag and who mm-hmm. like the, you know got some charm to him. Mm-hmm. I need like one of those guys. Oh, so in other words, you'd like Dave Damashek to play you? I think he'd be good. No. Who who's that? You? Who's that? Your business <laughs> partner, pal. Who's that? All right, let's continue with our quiz here. What uh, what turns you on, Akeem Ayers? As far as what? <laughs> as far as this is a G-rated program. <laughs> or PG at worst. Oh man, I don't, I don't really know, man. Uh, Beating people in Madden. That's one. All right, that's good. That, that gets my blood, blood flowing. Two K. Tur- it's actually two K, then Madden. Oh, is that right? Yeah. What, uh, what turns you off? Um, boring people. Sorry. If you don't laugh. This is going to be over in just a second. Just bear with me for another second. Uh, <laughs> what noise do you love to hear? Uh, the sound of water dripping. Rain. Uh-huh. Rain or like waterfalls or anything like that. Do you like that it. you sleep with one of those sound machines that uh, makes that? You can buy one I, of those. I tried. I, I had an app before and it just it, it doesn't cut it. It might make you have to pee all night, though, if you hear, like, trickling I mean, I, water. I just, I'm pa- when I hear that, I'm passed out. Is that right? It puts me in a deep sleep. I love those. Now, but deep the sleep. problem is that thing gets the hook in you real bad. Yeah. Like you, then you can't then, sleep unless yeah. you have it. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't want to get addicted to it. So That's right. I've already got the monkey <laughs> on my back. What uh, noise do you, uh, do you hate to hear? Um, I hate to hear probably, like, probably bells. Probably like kid toys. I, you know, know some you mean, kid yeah. toys that just like just make a lot of noise just for no reason. Yeah, like those type of toys. The ones that play really loud music when you first get it with the with the little kids, it's cute. And then about four minutes after they yeah. do, you hear the song for the twentieth time over and over and yeah. over again. Yeah, yeah. And then you maybe, have to break the child's. Story. Maybe Frozen if that can if that can be one. <laughs> go play outside. I heard, outside. About, I heard about it. I heard about it a million times. <laughs> <laughs> Let it go. Yeah, a million, a million. So then you know time. the words then. A little bit. If you if you want to sing it, you can. Let it go. You can. You can uh, we can get us a uh, duet. A duet. All right, yeah. I'll do the first yeah. part. Let it go. Ooh. Let it go. <laughs> Listen, around anymore. Let it go. The, I don't know. I don't know. know, the, I don't know. Yeah, I just mumble after that. I know. So you can just like go along too. with it. Yeah. The music loud. We could act it out, but I don't think that that would do anything for anybody. Oh uh, yeah, I'll pass on that. What profession would you like to have if you weren't a pro football player? Um, oh man, if I wasn't a pro football player, I don't know. It had to be something active. I like I like to be active. I don't want to maybe television. Oh well, well, yeah. well. Look but who's maybe his maybe shot. I want to be behind the scenes probably too. Maybe like some uh, like film production or, I mean, some, I, I would think something with. Oh, yeah. I don't I know. See. I don't know about too much in front of the camera, maybe, or maybe I want to do both. But I mean, that that seems pretty interesting. 
this is going to be the this thing. Is fun. Now that you're in L.A., this yeah. is what you can do. Yeah. I like that. All right, that's a, that's a, a good plan. Which profession would you not want to have? I would not want to be work at a restaurant. I hear you on that. It's a weird thing. That question, and this isn't my questions. Yeah. They're somebody else's questions, and I ask them, but it always occurs to me, like, there are a lot of jobs I wouldn't want to do. It's like, what million, job wouldn't I want to do a lot? There's a million of them. Yeah, this there's is how. There's a million of them, because I thought about one. <laughs> what I don't like doing the most, I hate cooking. Cooking? I wouldn't want to be a janitor. I wouldn't want to work fun. in the sewers. I wouldn't want to plunge yeah, toilets for yeah. a living. It's, it's a lot of things. I wouldn't want to deal with other people's feet. Yeah, exactly. When, like, I, that's a weird one. Those people, when they are in the training room, they wrap your feet. Yeah. Don't you feel bad about that? I see that? a lot of nasty toes. Mine aren't that bad, just my big toes because they got stepped on every training camp. But the yeah. rest of them, the other eight are like perfect. Is that right? Yeah. Well, so you got that yeah. going for you. <laughs> um, and, uh, and when uh, you get to the pearly gates, what do you hope uh, God or whoever's manning the gates that day has to say to you? I hope he um, has a lot of confetti. Throws it up. And, it's going to be uh, a party. Yeah, and then, like, I just go there, and it's just, like, a big party, and then, yeah. <laughs> so, so, give, so say, wanna, come on like, in, huge, won't be enough. With, like, a banner with my name, and, like, <laughs> yeah. Like By the way, a, a, a dumb question, but Akeem, when I say your name, it does remind me of uh, of uh, coming to America. Yeah, there, there's no I, I connection get that a lot, there, right? No, no, no connection, right? None at all. But I get that. I've been getting that forever. Prince Akeem. Get that all the time. You've seen the movie, though. Yeah. All right, good. Love the movie. So, yeah, that's yeah. one of the funniest yeah, movies. Yeah, love the movie. Here. All right, you know what? I think this guy has a future in the movies if he wants it. In the meantime, you're going to get to watch him toil for your <laughs> Los Angeles Rams, L.A. He and his pals yeah. are coming to town. And in the meantime, I, apparently, I'm going to be shuttling yeah. those players around. Work, you got to handle that. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Can, yeah. Already you're the boss, and I'm already the, the, I'm the number two in our operation. <laughs> I respect yeah. it. I respect it, Akeem. You, you know me busy. I got to stay focused so I can make sure I... Well, you've already you know? shown yourself to be smarter than me. You didn't you know? fall for my dumb trick at the start here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They helped me out back there, so I got to give them a little credit. They Wait a second. They told you I was going to do that? No, I just happened to look over there. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. Good luck, Akeem. <laughs> Thank you. Well, that's that, everybody. Good times with uh, with Akeem. And uh, like I say, I think uh, we, we have a few businesses now, a few business ventures that we got to get up and running before the season starts. But uh, it looks uh, suddenly uh, my pockets are uh, going to be filled with greenbacks as, soon as, uh, as yeah. soon as we get these things going here. Claybon, great stuff. Maurice, great stuff. Thanks for, uh, for joining us. And uh, make sure you join us later in the week. I believe we're going to be joined by Derek Henry. Mm-mm. And I'm not sure who else, so make sure you tune in for that one. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.